my brother-in-law, we used to sing that song a uh, long time ago, and he would always say he punched me to victory instead of plunged me to victory. I won't tell you which one it was, so you can't make fun of him. Um, this morning, uh, I just, just have a few thoughts as I was reading through the week. Uh, I thought it was interesting. In Acts chapter 9, uh, we just start in verse 1. Uh, and Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of his way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. Um, so, very specifically here, we know that this was the kind of the origin point of our church today, and where the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ told them that, Peter, thou hast said, and I'll, upon this I will build my, my church. So we know that this was uh, the foundation of the church that Paul was persecuting and fighting against. And he said, why kickest, or why kick against the pricks? The church being persecuted in that day was truly a thorn in the side of every man who was trying to teach what they had originally been teaching their whole time. And then Jesus came in, he stirred the waters, he mixed it up and... Uh, really was truly a problem for these men and what they were pushing because they wanted people to fall in line and Jesus was like, rebel. And not in an ungodly way, but teach the gospel, preach the gospel. Because I've come, and he did, right before this, he had fulfilled the law for every man and woman. And all that they have to do is reside in him, have belief in him, have faith in him. So he said, why kick, kick against the pricks? Why fight against the church? Um, the church is made up of individuals who have been redeemed and blood-bought, right? And I think sometimes we go through life and we kind of forget about how peculiar of a thing that truly is and how astonishing it truly is. Not all of our conversions were like Paul's on the, or Saul's on the road to Damascus, right? A shining light didn't come down and a voice coming from the other side of reality and the real, real across the, you know, the border that, that separates us from where God resides and what we live in. But truly, what happens in our heart makes us a peculiar people. And the Bible tells us that we are a peculiar people. And like I said, as we go throughout our life, I think it's really easy to forget that because we're not in glory. We're walking around on this planet trying to feed our children and make a little bit of extra money to enjoy ourselves. So there's something that I want to tell you here in chapter 10. 
it's not just about food, but chapter 10 and verse 13, it says, And there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him again the second time, which God hath cleansed, or what God hath cleansed, that call not thou common. You ever look around and think, well, we're just a bunch of regular people? We're not. Uh, you ever look around or think about your own life and think, man, this is getting old or tedious. And you think, what a common life we live. What a common existence. And it's not. If you're a blood-bought, born-again child of God, he has taken you, cleansed you, and you are no longer common. You are something sanctified and totally set apart from the rest of the world. And I had a, my children watching my phone right now. I had a verse on it I was going to read to you, but I'll give you the gist of it, and most of you probably know what it is, where it says that if a man says that he is in Christ, he should walk as Christ walked. And that's exactly what we should do in our life. If you get to the point where you're feeling like, man, this is just a daily, normal, everyday, run-of-the-mill day, and I'm getting tired of it, do something different. Walk as Jesus walked. Tell somebody about the Lord. Give somebody the gospel. Share it with them. Invite them to church. So uh, don't forget, I'm going to be coming around, picking up offering, picking up roll. So make sure you do that, please. It will help me a lot. Let's pray. Lord, we love you, and we thank you for this opportunity to be able to gather here together in the capacity of your church. Lord, we just pray that you would just uh, have your way and will through the services. Go with us as we go into class. Be with our Sunday school teachers. Lord, be with our pastor and his family. We just ask that you would bless them. And Lord, just fill us with your spirit. In your name we pray. Amen.